I didn't know yet that I wanted to actually become an agent, but I wanted to be involved in the company in some capacity. And then I kind of got over the idea that it was embarrassing to be um, a real estate agent <laughs> or in sales. I felt like I use car salesman, which is hilarious because that's what my fiance <laughs> actually sells also. <laughs> Hello, guys, and welcome to a new episode of We Have the Receipts. I'm Chris Burns. And I'm Lawrence B. Hamilton. And today we are discussing buying Beverly Hills, which Mm -hmm. it's in the top 10 on Netflix. The people are loving it. Um, It is, for those of you who are not abreast to the reality, reality. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fun little, but it really is. It's like a new subset, I feel like, of reality. I was about to say, there have been so many um, realty shows that Netflix has introduced to us, and I'm learning to love the realty reality, but this show pulled me in, surprisingly. Like, I'm a fan. I like that it has a similar, like, as Selling Sunset and stuff, where it, like, shows the house a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, I Mm -hmm. love seeing how much the houses are and, like, the crazy shit that these people put like the $139 million house. Um, right. Absolutely crazy. But this one is about $139 million. Like what? Can it's you crazy. like it's crazy to see it? The money you must have to be able to afford right? $140 million. Must be house. nice. Well, like they said on the show, you know, they said the people who are buying these homes are in a whole different like subset mindset. Like, yeah. It's just a different ball game. I like he's like literally a random billionaire will buy this house. Like that's literally the only person that will. And it's probably someone that'll be there like 2 weeks a year, which is right. crazy. Barely there. It's like the someone summers, from like know? Dubai, yeah, that <laughs> only is in Beverly Hills every couple of weeks or for a couple of weeks every year, but that's the vibe a lot of this one. So it's based, mm-hmm. it's about Mario Umansky's family-run firm, The Agency, which is, like, pretty well-known. His wife was on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, so, which they do mention. She don't, She's never in the show, so I was, they must have been filming or something at the same time. But, like, even Alexia and Farah, like, I've seen them since they were young children. Um, so I think that, a lot of people already kind of know and love the family. So that's probably why uh, it's already in the top 10, but they're showing the most lavish properties in and around Beverly Hills. And there is drama around every corner, but I don't feel like it's like crazy. Dr- it's not like selling sunset drama. No. And I think that's what I kind of like about this show because it's like, it's a family run business, right? So we see the relationship between the father who's the owner um, and yeah. his daughters and them going back and forth. And, you know, people are tiptoeing around the company, around the daughters because yeah. they're like, we don't want to get fired. So it's drama, but it's not like, you know, like yeah. you said, it's different. I like also that they kind of don't shy away from the talking about the nepotism and like oh, talking about the stories like when they're like they talk about well we we should get into this in recap i guess because i'm sure yeah, let's do it what do you think of mauricio 
he's known as like like f- uh, Beverly uh, Housewives fans are like Mauricio's the hottest house husband. <laughs> oh my god! Listen, Cam, I love you, but I was like, he is so handsome. Right and when I he's like Daddy he... Mauricio, I was like, yeah, babe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's so handsome, and I love how he takes care of his business, and he's and his all family. about his daughters. Like, it's something so sexy about a man who's like. First off, taking care of business, but also a family man. Like that's yes. what everyone on that like for housewives is like. He, everyone loves him because he's also been with mm-hmm. his wife for like twenty seven years or something, which is pretty unusual wow. in yeah Beverly Hills. Especially, yeah, um, and in the industry like Farah. The fact that Farah's like he's raised since she was five, but it's just like very. I love the whole the whole family. See, now, I know that this is, like, blasphemy, but I have not seen all of the real housewives of Beverly Hills. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm more of a real housewives of Atlanta fan, but I'm going to say after watching Mauricio, honey, I'm going to go back. It's it's also funny because, um, and I love Atlanta as well. I watch too much Mm -hmm. TV. Um, (laughs) It's your job. but they in in housewives the house that they're selling like the childhood home the what is it Milford uh, they yeah. call it is like in so many episodes and one of the other housewives like rents it from them and almost burns it down and it's like a whole <laughs> like thing so it was crazy to see yeah. that house in that capacity but let's mm-hmm. should we jump into the recap and then we can let's do it. So obviously we start with the first episode meeting the family. Farah mm-hmm. is I think like 32. She seems to really have it together. She's a senior agent. Yeah. Almost too much to me, right? I mean, she just seems so like so, well, well, she talks about her OCD and I'm like that tracks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it makes sense as you progress through the show. Where it seems like she's in it, but also it just seems like she's kind of bored with what she's doing, right? Not bored, but like uh, she's. It seems like she's a change. Yeah, she's the best. Right? She she knows everything she can. It seems like. Yeah, you know, she's looking for the next level of what her career is going to be. Yeah, because Alexia is twenty six, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Alexi is 26 and Farrah is 32. So the age difference isn't that big, but it feels mm-hmm. kind of... It does. Like, uh, uh, Farrah carries herself much more mature, I think, than mm-hmm. 32. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Um, and then we meet some of the rest of the senior agents. Allie Lutz, who was the very pregnant one, um, mm-hmm. who was trying to stir up the drama at the party. Mm-hmm. Uh, girl. Um, <laughs> it ben, was a lot of the people who were trying to stir up drama. They were part of the, the agency. I'm like, oh. I know. Okay, I think well. they were like trying. We'll get into that because there was. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into that. Um, ben, who was the he's like YouTube. I don't want to say YouTube fame. Well, here's the he's like, <laughs> I have a video with over a million Super views. Realtor. And I was like, well, that's not like. <laughs> that crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, but he days. sells a shit ton of real real estate also. He like has sold mm-hmm. uh, he said I think like 60 houses um a year or something was his thing. He like already has sold over 200 million dollars worth in the year they were filming. Uh and then there's John who 
kind of just seems like he, he's good at his job. Um, and they're the ones, and they like have teams under them. Can I just say John's eyebrows? Is John the one with the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't okay. think I noticed his eyebrows that much. You did it? How could you not? They were very... They introduced themselves on the screen before he did. Uh, <laughs> I also <laughs> liked when he was talking about um, how he was like a roadie and stuff. And he was like... Because oh, I right. guess he used to like travel around with music, like Metallica. And he was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, like pretty much the opposite of like what I appear. Um, so that was interesting. It was interesting. So you can never judge a book by his cover. No, you really can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we meet the junior agent. So Joey, who is Alexia's friend from high school. Um, Sonica, who <laughs> was on American Idol and won't hesitate to tell you at every turn. Yeah, she was so eager to sing. I was like, man. Oh, uh, it was too. Um, They're like, like, sing something. Before they even got out, sing something. She was like, hello. It was like, giving Sal with the um, ukulele. It was very <laughs> much so. <laughs> even like when she's at Whitney Cummings' house in the last episode, and Whitney Cummings oh, is yes. like, you're a singer, sing something. And she just starts singing Amazing Grace. Amazing. Like, she just burst it out. Um, interesting. Very interesting. Brandon, he's 36. <laughs> he was a dancer and now he's trying to get into real estate. And I feel for him because 36 with these 25 year olds. Okay. I was going to say, I feel like Brandon watching this show every time he comes on st- on screen, he's just like, I'm just out here trying to get a paycheck. Like, this is my life. I was just like, I really feel him because <laughs> he's around these people playing like ping pong, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> Joey and Alex- Alexia playing ping pong in the lobby and he's trying to, like, make his calls. Oh, totally. Lord. And the fact that the nepotism of, you know, not only the daughters, but, like, Joey, who's grew up with her. Like. Yeah. And is it just me? Like, I get he has, like, his comedic, you know. But I'm just like, is it just like the younger generation? Now I feel like somebody's auntie. But is it just the younger generation? They don't take anything seriously. Like he just comes in cracking jokes. Like I feel like as it went on, he got a little bit more likable. I feel like at yeah. the beginning, maybe when they first started filming, he was like trying too hard. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was the vibe is that he was like, I okay, agree. I'm trying to be. And I think Alexia and Farah were really good natural because they've been on housewives since they were little kids so they're like that's true used yeah. to it and and mm-hmm. you could tell with um especially joey that he was like a little bit performing yeah instead of it's just hard having to have a, a camera in your face yeah i mean you would know yeah <laughs> i mean you too at this point chris yeah but not like in a real uh <laughs> In a reality sense. Yeah. I'm always performing when the cameras are out, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then Mauricio gives Alexia her first big listing and sort of like her first listing. Um, And it's $6 million. And it is the house that she grew up in. And he is the client. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I mean, Farah fairly doubts Alexia's ability to sell this house and Mauricio, you can tell, gets kind of heated. Oh yeah. He he was mad. Don't talk about his baby girl. No. And no, you could tell. I mean, there's 
There's nothing you can do in a situation like this. Even when Brandon's like talking about the nepotism, I'm like, yep, it sucks. And that's that. <laughs> yeah, like, there's nothing. Like no matter what, they're his kids. He's always going to pick them. And for... he's the boss, you know? Yeah. And the fact that this company has only been around for eight years is crazy. That is insane because they're worldwide. They have these huge listings. Like, man, maybe I need to get into real estate. I feel like every I've been time thinking I every time shows, I watch these shows, I'm like, should I get my real estate license? That, do I need to start selling houses? Because and they're talking about how it's like it's just performing. I'm like, I'd be good at this. And I, I also am pretty good at retaining facts, remembering about, things. You actually will be great at real estate. I think I would be I like, we discovered so many agent. different life paths for you on this show. I'm like. Who knows? Maybe I'll, that'll be my next thing. Um, yeah. And then episode two, we open with Sonica and Brandon getting tested by Mauricio. So they're like the junior agents. They yeah. don't know that he's coming to this house. And they're like, okay, tell me everything about this house. I did feel mm-hmm. for them because Sonica was like, we didn't, I didn't like read about the house. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and she was so nervous, which I get because I'd probably be nervous too. Like I'm new to real estate. My boss is here and he's telling me, walk me through the house. Like I just started yesterday, yeah. basically. <laughs> and the know? fact that they're like, we never get to see him. We don't have the time. We don't have the time. I think he the was pressure. a lot of him in the office because I'm like, he's there all the time. But right. it must just be because they're filming. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, they're opening like, however many other uh, offices in different cities and stuff. So he probably isn't there a lot. So it probably is pretty nerve wracking. So is he on there often or is he just like a peekaboo house husband? Oh no, he's just like, uh, he is like, they don't, I'm trying to think there's like some housewives, like franchises where the husbands are like more involved. Yeah. Um, I would say about the same as Atlanta, like just when they're like having okay. a dinner or like, yeah, and then the husband's yeah, around. and he's never okay. like in the drama. He's just always like okay. sitting on the side with there. He's yeah. just there. Okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he's like friends, close friends with some of the other house husbands. So they'll be oh, like okay, at the cool. party and like whatever. Um, but so then we meet Melissa, who is a senior agent in mm. Dallas and California. Mm-hmm. Which I got the sense because she like lives with Alexia when she is in L.A. or in Beverly Hills. Um, and I'm like, does she really? I think she's probably more based in Texas. And then that, that will make more sense. Right. And they're filming. So they were like, let's and they wanted her to be involved. Right. Because um, I thought that was interesting. I'm like, that's odd. Yeah, I was like, they don't give me like roommate vibes. Like no. it just doesn't seem, you know. <laughs> and she, Alexia, or I mean Farah was like not not <laughs> yeah. loving that uh that she was <laughs> staying with her, it seemed like. Yeah. Um so Melissa brings buyers to the house Alexia is showing. This is a big cause for a couple episodes of drama. Um mm-hmm. Alexia is showing the childhood house, but it's like the day that there's that they decided this. Um, so nothing staged. She's not like prepared. Melissa brings in these buyers and Alexia doesn't really know much. Um, yeah. At all. <laughs> I wouldn't say she knew much at all. I think the whole big thing was that she said Calcutta stone instead of Carrera. Cur- Carrera. Right. Which I wouldn't, 
I'd be like, cow cut a stone? Okay. But I guess if I was paying millions of dollars for a house, I want you to know the type of stone. That's yeah, in it's here. also, I'm like, know. you could also get away with saying anything confidently. Yeah. Just, <laughs> like if you're just stone, like, it's Calcutta. It's stone. You yeah. Know? You know, yeah. it's quartz. Just make shit up. Exactly. Um, keep it simple. Yeah. Keep it simple, stupid. Uh, <laughs> and then Melissa's like, that was good. I'd give you a B plus. But then immediately she turns and tells uh, um, Sonica really and Brandon. She's like, she doesn't know. It was really a C. Um, I thought that this drama point in the story was so extra. Like, I could see, I, I think it was dragged out a lot, but yeah, I mean, whatever. She told me a B minus. It was really a C. She was very. I, mean, I guess it was more so about the embarrassment that she was talking behind her back, saying that she wasn't as good as yeah. she led her to believe, which I get. And I think Alexia was like, especially hurt because. Melissa's so close to like the whole family. So mm -hmm, that was mm -hmm. her whole thing. Um, yeah. Sonica immediately goes and tells Alexia, <laughs> which I was like, girl, that like rude. I know. You know, she said you suck, right? Like, wait, whoa. And she's like, yeah, I just wanted to let you know. I know you're feeling, because I'm like, I get for the sake of the show, for the sake mm -hmm. of you know, being a good friend and telling a Sometimes I'm like, I don't need to know everything. Like, if you exactly. hear something that someone said about me, I don't need to hear everything that people think about me. Right. I don't. Um, But, like, thanks, I guess. This is also when we see Joey's listing. So they make a big deal out of this listing, which is, like, a $7 million house that is a teardown in the Beverly Hills Flats. Um... And it's Joey's aunt's house. Mm -hmm. uh, but they have to like jump through hoops to get the listing still. Yeah, I think it's so funny that his aunt was like, um, I don't know, Joey. <laughs> I don't think that you quite know. It wasn't until yeah. Mauricio got on the phone and was like, I'll be there that she was like, okay. And then, yeah, she was like, okay, well, if you'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, again, I mean, Beverly Hills nepotism runs rampant. Like, yeah, it's so hard. I, and that's true about anywhere in any industry. I think it's like, mm -hmm. it's just really hard to not know people in the it industry. I mean, Hey, listen, if I have family in high places, you think I'm not going to take the opportunity. Amen. That's yeah. what, I'm like, I a hundred percent take the opportunity. You just also have to take the bullshit that, come, that that's people true. are going to say. Be prepared for the stones. But, that's true. That's that's what it is. Part of it. Yeah. Um, Mauricio, they're having a party at the house. Uh, mm -hmm. He's, like, talking to Sonica about having what... what Everyone's giving Sonica, like, confidence boosts the whole time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, this is where Mauricio gets on the phone. They close the deal with his aunt. Um, Melissa and Alexia finally talk about the... The giving her a C behind her back. And Melissa, this was a little bit harsh, I thought, when Melissa was like, let me ask you a question. Um, do you think real estate is the right career for you? <laughs> do you think you're cut out for this? Yeah, I thought that was a little ballsy. To me, that was more ballsier than the I give you a C. I think so, too. And I, it's not like Alexi is like, I'm the best bitch out here. Like, yeah. she is very, like, I know I'm new at this. I'm learning stuff still. Like, I yeah, know that I've been given... humble about it. Yeah, like, 
what do you want the girl to do? Like, be like, right. no, I'm not going to take this opportunity. I'm going to go get a job as a waitress. Like, you have to take a step back and be like, of course, that's what you're going to do. Um, you're right. Yeah, I, I thought that was an intense question. Yeah, I was kind of like, ooh. Um, but it did, I think, kind of give Alexia the fire to be like, I need to prove what I can do. And she does. I mean, she like comes up mm-hmm. with good ideas that like the puppy adoption at the house. That was cute. Um, it's very the influencer party. She had. Yes. It's very like, uh, what was it in selling sunset? Botox and burgers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like puppies and property. Yeah. She was doing <laughs> she puppies and property. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but she really did. I was like, that's impressive. She is doing sometimes, you know, you need a, a fresh creative idea. They just put there's going to be a 25 year old in Congress. Like, hey, listen, whatever. The, the world is limitless. Apparently, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is Brandon is like talking more about how he changed careers, how he has a obviously a different time being black in this area mm-hmm. as well, where he's like, I can't just mm-hmm. go door knocking like you guys can go door knocking like yeah. It's um, like if they call the cops on me, I'm like, damn. Damn. Because it's probably true. <laughs> I mean. But at the same time, I just feel like every time the camera is on Brandon, he's like, this is a new career. This is a new career. Like, okay, Brandon, we get it. It's a new career. Yeah. <laughs> there serious. was things where I'm like, yeah, yeah it's hard. But you, the, he, he was throwing Sonica under the bus a little bit yeah. too much where he was like, uh, I just wanted to talk to you about how you said Sonic and I both needed to improve. It, it was clear <laughs> I was better than her. Yeah, I thought that was a little... <laughs> he was like, we are not the same. She sucks. I yeah. tried. And he was like, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I right? felt like Noted. that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and John does give Brandon a listing. It's $8 million, and he crushes it at the showing. Um. Which, I mean, I thought he did great when he was selling that. Yeah. yeah, at the open house. Uh, mm-hmm. Farah is also talking to her boyfriend about how she wants to get married and have a family. And everybody is kind of in her business about that. Uh, I don't know. I thought... I don't know. I felt like that whole thing was a little... I did think Allie was being annoying when they were at the at the party. So we're at mm-hmm. Farrowween, which is what Farah does for her birthday every year, her I guess, which Halloween. I'm like, that's fun. That is fun. It's a big deal. They said this is, this happens every year. Yeah. Your chance to, it's a huge, they really had, show out. She said they had 600 people at her 30th birthday. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? That's, wedding. that's insane. Wedding. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, at the, at Farrowween, Allie is like kind of just bringing up how, she should be married in front of her boyfriend over and over, which is embarrassing for everybody. Um, <laughs> and then Ben is considering leaving the company because he wants to get a bigger cut from another company, which, yeah. you know, typical. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Can't blame him. Um, the fight with Sonica and Kevin, that was re- so like, yeah, I, I didn't really, it was kind of, it felt a little like, what? How did we, she was like, you should have told me that you kissed her five years ago before we even got together because you guys text each other. And I asked you, 
if you ever dated her and you said no. And he's like, we he's drunkenly like, I mean, made I out. Like, that drunk. kid wanted Do you think he was nothing. in the wrong? No. I And I also think that that guy wanted nothing to do with being on a show. Yeah, it, was, it seemed kind of clear. He was like, this is my job. I don't want you to bring drama up in front of <laughs> our coworkers. Like, he does not care about the assignment from Netflix. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, come on. Remember the argument? And he was like, oh, my God, fine. <laughs> um, but so oh they, like, God. clear that up. Um, yeah. Farrah has a romantic dinner set up for Alex. And he proposes, which I'm like, it was interesting because the whole romantic night was planned by Farrah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, how, how? Like, how did he know? Like, yeah, how did he know? I feel like he had the ring and maybe had plans. And then he was like, you know what? She's like, obviously. Yeah, I guess now's the time. Ben makes the mistake of telling Alexia's friend, Joey, that he's like being courted by other firms. Mm. And uh, asked Joey if he would ever leave the Umansky team to join his. Which... Yeah, Joey goes and tells mm-hmm. Mauricio, and it doesn't. I mean, that's the drama. I was like, it's handled all very like realistically. I yeah, felt it like. is. <laughs> it is. Like I no, thought I Mauricio, people- yeah, was gonna like pop off, and he was just like, I understand. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like I, very, <laughs> it was a very sensible angle at drama. Yeah, and must I say, it was refreshing. Now I did go online. I saw some people were like, oh. You know, it's kind of boring. Where's the drama? Da, da, da. But see, this is the type of drama I like. You know, because it's like, okay, they solve that in an adult way. This is, it's, uh, what do you call when it's, it's like, um, it made me feel good. Like, okay. Uh, yeah, it wasn't like a ridiculous lifelong arguments about. Right. Like, like in Selling Sunset, that fight about giving a C, that would have been like three seasons worth of not oh, speaking. absolutely. <laughs> Remember two seasons ago? Um, That's true. Then we we see uh, Alexia's like wanting more. She talks to Mauricio. Um, that mm-hmm. also was very sensible. Like she was just like, we need a director of operations. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, we'll hire a director of operations. <laughs> yeah, like, we can do that. Like sure. I'm like a very, yeah, the good. I mean, Mauricio's like, that's perfect. Let's do that. Yeah. Um, the goodness of the business. <laughs> we see Whitney Cummings' house, which is beautiful. Like, I would not have gorgeous. thought that, that. She's funny. I didn't know she created Two Broke Girls also. Because I'm like, oh, I guess that's why she's so yeah. wealthy. Because this house wealthy. is amazing. <laughs> um, ton of money. She, like, helps Sonica with her confidence also. This girl's mm-hmm. getting confidence out the wazoo. We see some, like, $42 million houses. We see $139 million houses. Um, but yeah, Ben ends up, like we said, talking to Mauricio and they're all good. Everything ends very mm-hmm. well. Um, and then it ends with Mauricio bringing Sophia, who's their most recently graduated daughter. And it seems as though sets up for a second season. Yeah. It's just like, you know, who's going to be the next CEO. Um, and everyone's like, oh. <laughs> and then that's the note. We they're like on. another sister. How many are there? Yeah, no. Which there Start are two. Up. There's another one after this too. That's yeah. Like, they're I like all the generations it, are the, coming. The youngest one I think is in like a senior in high school or something. So oh, wow. So hey, good this, luck. This could be going on a long time. Brandon's gonna be, you know, six. When I <laughs> when I used to work at the restaurant, it was like owned by um 
a couple of families, but they had one, mm-hmm. they had like a son that was like six and he would come into the restaurant and <laughs> whenever he would like ask, he would like ask another server for something. And I would be like, that's going to be your boss in about eight years. So you need to. <laughs> exactly. So you better, you better, do you better it right. do what he that's says. So true. Um, <laughs> should we get into our interview? Yes, let's do it. All right, guys. So as I mentioned, uh, many of us, I'm sure, have met Farah and Alexia as the daughter daughters of Kyle Richards on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But now we meet them as two full-grown women who are talented realtors in the very luxurious real estate firm, the agency. Uh, Farah's 34. She's a senior agent at the Umansky Group. We see her working towards becoming CEO. So please welcome Farah. I've seen you on Housewives since the beginning, so I'm like, this is like a full circle moment for me. (laughs) Um, And it was so fun to watch the show and like see the whole, because I feel like the agency we've all heard so much about, but to see it in action is like a whole different beast. So it was really, Lauren and I both really loved it, which is unusual because usually we don't like the same shows. Great. (laughs) That's a win. It was because Lauren like, I love some messy drama, but Lauren is higher brow. Yeah. (laughs) Less for the drama, but see, I love the drama on this show because I love how you guys solve stuff with like, it's satisfying to watch you guys solve the drama in like an adult, mature way. It's like you guys have actual conversations like, you know, that really upset me. Let's talk about it. Like, you know, and right. I loved watching that because so many times on reality TV, it's just like, oh, you're a bitch. No, you're a bitch. No, we don't know what season two may hold for you guys. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, this season, I, I loved just watching the show. And like Chris said, I'm usually, you know, very particular about, you know, reality. But I, I love watching it. Um, Thank you so much. So, Farah, let's start with first and foremost, mm-hmm. your engagement. Congratulations. Thank um, you. Thank you so much. With such elaborate annual birthday parties, what does a Faroween wedding look like? <laughs> wow, I've gone through so many iterations in my head and <laughs> I have not yet planned the wedding. I was like, okay, well, I want a big. And then I was like, no, I want it really small. And now I'm kind of back on the big. Mm. So I've been very indecisive. Do you have a date? Um, I don't have a date, but I'm going to just, whatever, I'm making it happen and in 2023, no matter what. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to like pick a venue based on their date. I'm going to find something that works that happens to be in that year. Cause we need to get things, you know, the show on the road at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I love <laughs> Listen, that. A big wedding is always, I, I have been a bridesmaid 14 times. So I feel like I'm, no way. I feel like I'm, a, <laughs> wow. I'm an, an authority on weddings. Um, and I love, I've been to all kinds of weddings, but yeah, a big wedding is always just, well, I want big, but I want it to, to be like I know every single person yeah, that's yeah, there. Yeah. I love every big, but single intimate. person that's Same. there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not. I don't want it to be you know for other people or just my parents. Yeah, not list. like your friend. Yeah, like you're so, like mm-hmm. a, a yeah. work consort of a relative or something. Yeah, like not not big just for the sake of being big. Only yeah. if it's intentional. Well, I hope Makes we sense. see it, and I hope that you do <laughs> costumes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, if it ends up being uh, in October, it could be a little 35th, you know. I mean, it's so fun. But I don't know about a costume wedding aesthetically. Yeah, the pictures, you might regret that a little bit. But like, can everybody just change for the <laughs> after party? That would be cool. Just everyone change into their costume. Because then you have to think, like, what if people try to leave to, like, 
be desperate and go to Halloween parties. Yeah, that's mm. true. And See, that you're taking a, a risk there of like the the taste level of people coming because on Halloween, like costumes, people really could go crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, that, it can't happen. <laughs> maybe like maybe the week before. There you yeah. go. See or something like that. It seems that one of the major driving forces for doing well and how hard you work is that you could possibly end up taking over the company. But we also see you debating possibly branching off on your own. Is taking over the company something that you're ultimately interested in? Really scary to think about. And I don't know, to be honest. I don't have that that answer to that. It sounds awesome and it sounds exciting. But I see what Mauricio goes through. And that's the thing, like watching him on the show, you see like everyone, you know, maybe wants something they want more, including myself. But he's in an unbelievable, difficult position with the amount of agents that he has, the amount of staff. And there's always people that want more and want this and want that. And he has to make really hard decisions. So I don't think people really take that into consideration. And it's a hard job. So Mm -hmm. um, I think it would, you know, overtake my life. And is that something I want? Maybe. Uh, depends kind of what happens. I'm going to have kids and yeah. if I'm going to, you know, be able to balance that. So I don't know. Well, hopefully yeah. you have some time to decide. Yeah. So did both of you sort of always want to join the family business or is this something that, you know, your dad kind of wanted you guys to be involved in or is it something that you've always wanted to do? So I... Always loved real estate. I uh, interned with Mauricio over summer in high school and college. Was always really into it, but I did feel like there was kind of like a, a taboo, a stigma about being a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. I, was, I thought it was kind of embarrassing, to be honest. And I was like, I could do so much more. Um, but then when he told me that we were starting our own family business, our own company, and I could be there from day one and see like the business side. Also, I was very intrigued. So wow. I was like, I definitely want to see that. And if it's going to be a family business, like I want to be a part of that. I didn't know yet that I wanted to actually become an agent, but I wanted to be involved in the company in some capacity. And then I kind of got over the idea that it was embarrassing to be um, a real estate agent <laughs> or in sales. <laughs> I felt like I use car salesmen, which is hilarious because that's what my fiance <laughs> actually sells. Also, um, the very and then now it's, it's like, funny to call a, you would never think of him as a used car salesman. Never, even. Yeah. <laughs> he's like exotic vintage European sports cars. But um, that's what I used to think being a real estate agent kind of felt like to some people. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong, but now I think it's had a big transformation, and it's. A lot more glamorous, even though it's not actually, you know, in the day to day, but the perception is a lot, you know, cooler and yeah. more exciting oh, yeah. than it was before. Absolutely. I didn't realize that you had been there since the beginning. That's crazy. That The growth is like so huge. Did you ever think it would get oh as God. big as it no. is so quickly? Never. I mean, we started as a, a boutique small firm. It was six of us um, in the office. I was like the receptionist doing the ads, um, Mauricio's assistant for three years. And um, from six, we grew very quickly. But I thought we, I didn't know that we were going to be expanding and expanding and going into all these other markets. So yeah. How many people work for the agency currently? Do you know? Uh, I think there's 
over 600 agents and staff. It's got to be like hundreds. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, it is is crazy. That's a big staff. So, Farrah, we see that Melissa kind of stirs things up a little bit, you know, when she's introduced Mm -hmm. on the show. How are things with her nowadays? You guys... Still cool, still roommates. Like, what's going on there? So we're only roommates when she comes to town from Dallas to visit. She stays at mm-hmm. my house. Mm-hmm. Um, she is one of my best friends. We're we're thick as thieves. She mm-hmm. is an amazing person, and but yeah, she does. She did stir the pot for sure. Um, I think that she felt that Alexia needed tough love. I didn't like how she handled the situation, but she apologized. She took ownership, and we moved on. Um, and she is really a sweet, sweet, sweet girl. Yeah, I really, I like how, like you said, she really took ownership. Like, look, hey, this got blown up way more than it needed to. They had a conversation like adults and, yeah. you know, moved on. You and Alexia seem to be super close. The whole family seems really close. Has it always been that way? And how did things sort of change when Alexia started working with you as well? It has not always been that way because we are seven and a half years apart. Mm. So if you think about that when you're little, that's a big age gap. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I moved out of the house. I started um, school early. So when I left for college, I was still 17. Mm. And most people are, you know, I guess 18. Um, So I moved, I've never, I haven't lived in the house since then. And so we didn't really have the opportunity to be all that close until she started working at the agency and she moved back from Boston after she finished college. And when she started working with us, I was so excited. Um, But since then, we've become so, so, so close. We talk multiple times a day. Um, We meet up, we work next to each other. Um, Even though we don't need to, we have our, you know, sometimes we work from home, we work at the office, but we like to meet up just to, you know, be on our computers next to each other. Um, I tell her everything. (laughs) <laughs> and we're we're so close. I'm Aww. so grateful. Yeah. So at the end of the this season of the show, we see your sister Sophia come in and possibly join the family business. Now it seems like you know the rest of the office was kind of a bit on edge about having another sister in the mix. Did you know that this was happening? Do you nope, feel excited? No you didn't. No, even oh. my sister didn't know. I they, thought, because your guys, your guys' faces looked <laughs> surprised, but I was like, they had to know, right? Uh, we didn't. We're not aware that Sophia was coming in for that purpose, and I mean, she knew she was filming a scene that day, but I don't even think she knew because when she watched a show, she was like, "Oh my god!" Not that it's not true. I mean, she's <laughs> yeah. going to be joining the agency and all of that, but we were laughing. We were not expecting that um, on the show, and. Um, I mean, I'm really excited. She is another personality, totally different, just like Alexia and I are. She mm-hmm. is really strong and extremely smart. So we're thrilled. But obviously, I, I don't know how everyone else feels, but it was just funny because it's like, okay, everything just got smoothed out. Everyone, you know, all the issues kind of got resolved. And then she comes in and they're yeah. like, oh my God, another one. <laughs> <laughs> right. How did you react when like Brandon says like, how many sisters are there when they're like, it was hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely hilarious. Uh, and Portia, yeah. how old is Portia? She's um, 14. 14. So she has so, some time before another, she'll be yeah, there. She's got a little bit of time. Yeah. 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 Um, 
what is your favorite listing you've ever sold? Favorite listing I've ever sold is one in Beverly Hills on Laurel Way. And that was one of my first deals. And it happened to be a massive one. Mauricio had the listing. I found a buyer um, and it was, I sold it for 31 million. So that was like crazy. I got a call from a friend, worked at a concierge company, have this mega person coming into town, make the list small. So I said, okay, cool. I'll show, you know, our own listings and brought him to Mauricio's listing, bought the house. And then two years later, he said, Hey, I I never used this house. So can you sell it now? So then I brought in Mauricio onto the listing. Then I became the listing agent. I sold that house twice. Oh my God. Um, wow. What? Which was the house that keeps yeah. on giving. Yeah. The house that keeps on giving. So 31 million, then 33. So that was like double whammy to the max. Yeah. I'll never, I'll never forget it. I would never forget that either. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. 30 yeah. million, your first time at the gate. That's great. <laughs> So I know that you kind of talked about, you know, your favorite parts about working with family. Is there anything that's your least favorite thing about working with family? Having difficult conversations about things that (laughs) I don't want to deal with because like what you see on the show was a real like frustration of just, I couldn't quite navigate or put my finger on exactly why I was being, you know, a little frustrated. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's hard because again, like I said, Mauricio, the demand that he has, the schedule that he has, the amount of people that are tugging on, you know, every which way. Um, so I I have so much empathy because I see it firsthand and I see how hard he's working and how much he's giving to everyone. Mm -hmm. So then it makes me feel bad if I have, you know, something that I want to bring up. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, you do have to advocate for yourself and you have to have those tough conversations Absolutely. and I might not be right. I could be wrong. He might be right, but it's something we need to discuss, but it's not easy. We love to end on a game, a, a little game. It's nice. It's light. And this one is called turn this shit listing into gold. So we're going <laughs> to give you a description of some horrific listings. Um, okay. And or actually, I'm sorry. Let's do this one. We have two options. So this is like a would you rather? Would you rather sell okay. a house that or this one? So okay. for this first, would you rather a home where the previous owners were convinced that this home was haunted and that they have thus hid crucifixes around the house? The tenants may or may not find them. Uh, there's a group of people from a local church that walk by occasionally and pray for the house right outside the yard. Or the neighborhood is very nice. It's a beautiful house, but it's packed with ex-convicts. And a lot of the neighbors have like crazy barking dogs. Um, the second one? I would rather. <laughs> I'm scared of ghosts. It's like the lesser of two. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Okay. I think I would. Fun. I would. The second one, it's like at least. At least you have company. At least you have. <laughs> you know, yeah, at least kill you. Hey, you got neighbors. Yeah. Maybe you can become friends with them. And you yeah. can call someone if something's like if there's ghosts yeah. and stuff. What do you call? To go back, uh, they're not trying to go back to jail. So yeah, and I mean, <laughs> how many ex-convicts can be in this? Uh, they've got to be like, you know, there can't be that many. It's a huge house, right? In maybe a beautiful. Maybe they're cool. Who knows? Yeah. I like the way you're thinking. I'm into that. (laughs) Okay, so home three. 
Would you rather have a home that was famous, famously used in a big blockbuster movie, tour buses, drive by with adoring fans all the time, paparazzi, or uh, the previous homeowners got evicted because they got caught running a huge... Wait, what? <laughs> they got, Who's writing these? They caught running a huge got- meth lab in the basement. <laughs> and from time to time, you get their old customers showing up the door. <laughs> Well, obviously, right. the first one. Yeah. I mean, that's what great to fuck? sell a house that's in a movie. <laughs> okay. Well, yay. That was that. Would you rather have a big, beautiful house that was used in a Disney movie or have people that <laughs> buy meth show up at the door every yeah. day? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty obvious. Well, thank mm, you for difficult. playing our game. We yes. loved uh, having you on the show. And congrats on, you know, your. The show, you guys are doing big things, and I can't wait to continue to watch and see how you know it grows. Season two, three, four, five generations all down the line. Yes, yes, amazing. Thank you guys so much. Have a beautiful day. That'll be us in a couple years once we get our real estate license. Mm -hmm. Once we start selling, (laughs) we have the we have the concrete. (laughs) (laughs) We have the real estate, not the receipts. Um. All right, guys. Well, next episode, we are going to be taking a look back at some of our best and most shocking moments, as well as talk about what we have coming up for 2023. So send us your questions. We want to know what you're thinking about. We want to know what you want to hear in 2023. Can you believe that the year is almost ending already? Oh my gosh. Absolutely crazy. So guys, send us your questions, whether it's emails, selfie videos, voicemails, you name it, to receipts at castmedia.com. That's cast with a K. Or you can slide into our DMs. I'm at Fat Carrie Bradshaw. And I'm Need for LSP, guys. And don't forget to follow. And you guys can watch us exclusively on To Doom. That's the official Netflix site to help find and fuel your fandom for the shows and movies you love. That's netflix.com slash T-U-D-U-M. Today's episode of We Have the Receipts is a production by Netflix, To Doom, and Cast Media. We're your hosts, Chris Burns and Lawrence B. Hamilton. Our producers are Enid Cortez and Arvin Lee. Our executive producers are Colin Thompson and Harris Lane. Our editor is Elliot Deneve. And our technical engineer is Travis Holden. See you next week. Cats.